What's going on, podcast listeners? This is Casey Vegas here on Nate Orwell's channel, New Mexico Talking. What would you like to call yourself? Would you like to be called Nate the Great? Nate the Fate? What would you like to call yourself, Nate? Selfist. What? Selfist. What does that mean? Uh, it means running brook, I think. Running brook? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Norwegian. So. Norwegian? I think it means running brook. I looked up uh, exactly what my name meant in the old languages. Yeah. It was, a, it was a long time ago, but from... I mean, I was 16, 17, so I might not have done it right, but I'm pretty sure I was a funeral pyre by a running brook in the woods. <laughs> what? Yeah. None of that makes sense to me at all. <laughs> no. That's so was, funny. It was weird. Well, yeah, it, it didn't all go back to the same language. Like, it wasn't like I, I was... It was all Gaelic or anything, or it was all Latin. Yeah. Um, it was, Some of it went back to the Old English... Some of it went back to uh, 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 Hebrew, mm-hmm. and then some of it was Grecian. So, like when you trace, say that it, name again. Say, you, say it again. Grecian. No, no, no. no you're the name. The name. Uh, so my full name in English is Nathaniel Silfist Orwall. Silfist. Silfist Orwall, and then. The translation from what I the research that I did so long ago, I'm pretty sure it was a funeral pyre by a running brook in the woods. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I like <laughs> Nate the Great better. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, but there's so many Nate the Greats that I could think of. There is. It's funny. Yeah, but anyways, we got a good, uh, hopefully a good show today. We jotted some stuff down. This time we actually have these little memo, not memo pads, but we got this big page and it's got some thoughts and scribbles um, for stuff uh, that we can talk about. So stay tuned, hopefully, for a more structured show. Anyways, it is December 3rd. We're already in December. Last time you guys heard from us, it was Thanksgiving. It was cold and dreary. And now it's just cold in the mornings and evenings. It's not, it's it's warming up to about 60 to 70 degrees from where we're at right now. Today was very warm. Yeah. I don't know nationwide what everything's going through. I think tomorrow's getting colder though, for sure. I saw the weather today was like a high of 70, but then the rest of the week is like high of 50. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ugh. yeah, drastic Ugh. change. Yeah, I saw that there were Definitely. record lows um, in some spots. I read that on the news. But uh, I personally like the winter. Put on the clothes, you avoid the sun contact. You know, I like wintertime working. Yeah. Especially this construction season. I like layers. Like, my, yeah. my, like, I know that's something with fashion. Like, if you just wear a t shirt, it's not as good as if you wear a t shirt and then a jacket. And then, we're like, now with winter, you can wear a t shirt, a jacket, a coat, and a scarf. Yeah. Like, you can just layer it up, and it's appropriate. You don't look like a douchebag walking around like, oh, my gosh, I'm better than you. It's actually like, oh, no, that guy's got good style, and he's warm. You know, <laughs> Especially you, good style. Because you try to do that in summer, and it's hard not to look too flashy. Yeah. Like, we're not in L.A. here, and nobody what, dresses. You, those those dress shoes you wear, what are those called? Are those just called dress shoes? Those no, Chelsea ones? boots. Chelsea boots? Chelsea boots. I discovered those definitely Chelsea. look fancy. Oh, my gosh. I have a love affair with Chelsea boots. Yeah. If it wasn't for Bailey, I would definitely marry my Chelsea <laughs> boots. I would. I would. No, I, I found Chelsea boots about three years ago, and it's because I was watching uh, uh, a Kit Harrington interview. Yeah. And it was during the Comic-Con. San Diego Comic Con, and they had the Game of Thrones panel on. Uh, he plays Jon Snow, that one of the main characters, and he was wearing these really nice pair of boots. And his outfit was really simple. It was mm-hmm. just like a sweater vest, 
that was like rolled up on the sleeves. He had nice watches. His hair was done nice. Um, and then he had some uh, slim fit trousers. And then he had Chelsea boots. And just like if he was wearing tennis shoes, he would have looked like an average Joe. But just because he was wearing the Chelsea boots, he looked like an average Joe that knew how to dress. That's fine. <laughs> it, it really stood out to me. And so I was like, what are those boots? And it took me forever. I was like typing in different men's boots. And uh, all I got was like work boots for a while mm-hmm. until I went on to more like fashion style yeah hoity-toity sites yeah you finally um, found them eh so yeah lo- lo- long story short we can end that rabbit trail of, of my infatuation with Chelsea boots um, I like Nikes that, that's what I like to wear Nike is my workout shoe mm-hmm. that's my go-to brand for workout shoes yeah me too I, 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 I really don't feel too much of a difference but I just like the way they look yeah definitely most of the time Nike's the big wear nowadays the free runs have you ever worn free runs uh-uh. are those the ones with the toes you put your toes in there you know it looks like a sock no, no, no. Those are Vibrams. Well, I mean, there's different brands, but yeah, Vibram yeah. is the big one. Nike Free Runs, they, uh, they have a sole that is impressionable for the first, I think, like week of wearing. Ooh, so it will so mold to foot. your foot, Casey Vegas's foot. It's genius. Yeah. No, they, they came up with that a little while. I don't know if they were the first ones. Probably not, but. Sounds those, nice. I, I wore. Uh, Sounds I, like they need that in the boot. Do they sell that sole separate? In the work boot? <laughs> yeah, like you take the sole out, you put that nice fancy foam sole in, and you can, yeah, it molds to your foot. And you then all I of bet. a sudden, your work boot now feels 10 times better. You know, we're, Is either, that not how it works? we're either sitting on a very genius <laughs> startup plot, imagine? or somebody else has done that, and we're just probably behind the times. Scholes. Scholes probably did it. Scholes probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. Scholes. Dr. Scholes. Okay, so, anyways, I wanted to talk to you about this. Um, or I guess more of an encouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last, <laughs> excuse me, last time on the podcast, you talked about Mike Tyson's. Ridi- well, that was two podcasts ago. Yeah. But his ridiculous workout routine. It was insane. Yeah. yeah, this is when we were in Carlsbad, and, and um, for anyone that didn't listen to that episode, Casey was bringing up that Mike Tyson would wake up at certain, like in the middle of the night, just to bust out a set of, of some some mo- some workout. Well, he woke up at three a.m. to do cardio running. He'd run like three miles. Mm-hmm. at 3 a.m. and then like three hours later he would do a workout three hours later he'd do a workout so like throughout the day he'd do five to six workouts yeah and 5 p.m. was an insane just reps and sets he'd do like 2,000 sit-ups and 500 push-ups and 500 dips and just insane number of stuff and the, the dude is absolutely absolutely ripped and this was back in like the 80s to 90s whenever he was big I don't, yeah. I don't know when he was big yeah it was about that time it's just impressive like the, yeah the, the, just the work well to make that to, to add on to what you're saying my coworker was telling uh his brother about it Mm-hmm. John, he was telling yeah. his, he was telling his brother about it, and John was like, "What, really? Like that sounds like because he's a huge calisthenics guy." Yeah, and so John actually looked up Mike Tyson's uh, workout routines, yeah. and from what he was he read online, Mike Tyson only did calisthenics before he went to prison. He picked up weights in prison, but Mike Tyson, when he was the heavyweight champion of the world. Mm-hmm. Only did calisthenic workouts. Yeah, and I looked that up today, and it is indeed true. The only thing yeah, with weights, huge, the only too. thing with weights that he did was shrugs. He had a yeah, bar. He, that's right. That, and he I did. That. He would do like well, sixty pounds or something with the shrugs. That's something. He, but yeah. uh, it was just ridiculous. Like this guy is a 
beast. He's massive, yeah. massive guy when it comes to bulk, and it was all through calisthenics. That's he's the first guy I can think of that's absolutely huge mm. through calisthenics. Yeah. I've seen guys that are big. I've seen the guys that are fit, but I mean, this is Mike Tyson we're talking about. I remember In watching his this, prime. I remember watching this one random YouTube video. It was this Russian guy, and he was like forty years old, and he did this YouTube video and he it was, he did calisthenics his whole entire life and I don't know how true it is but that day when he made the video it was the first time he ever picked up a bench and it was like 350 pounds like a very high weight and yeah. he crushed it he did like 10 reps or something like that but he, <laughs> he was just like emphasizing how you didn't need weights your entire life you yeah. know that's what he did was just calisthenics reps and sets and he got the size got yeah. the strength it's possible Definitely yeah. possible. There's this other guy I follow. His name's like Lorraine something. He's from Russia as well. It's insane how most of the calisthenic athletes come from Russia and Germany. But this guy, <laughs> he looks incredibly fit. Just He looked like Mike Tyson did back in the day. And I think all he does is bar workouts, dips and blah, 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 all that stuff. <laughs> and, he's, blah, blah, blah. and he's insanely ripped, you know? Yeah. I think it's just a dedication. It's just, I, you got to do it all day in order to get it. I believe. I'm not too sure. But I could imagine when you're in the sport, UFC, boxing, stuff like that, <clears throat> or if you're even just getting paid, I think they're getting paid by just doing calisthenics, being the motivator. Yeah, the influencer. Yeah, the influencer. The availability of most people out I've seen all day on Instagram that have like a, a, a workout uh, page. Yeah, they they have they usually have their own gym. Yeah, do they? Yeah, because that's the way uh, um, Matt Michael was. He was another coworker. Mm-hmm. He was he wasn't huge on Instagram, but he did post and he did have his own page. Yeah, and, like th- this guy could squat nine hundred fifty pounds, um, but he had his own gym because it's it's not hard. Like you buy your own workout set and then. Have people pay you to come work out on it, and then you 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 keep on getting bigger and yeah. um, branching out with your business. But I know now that they make a lot of their money through sponsorships with the whey protein that they drink, or the C four, or the workout shorts that they use, or sweatbands, or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I know. T- I know. T shirts is another big thing. That's the way a lot of influencers make a lot of money. Yeah, just by building a brand name. Yeah, those t shirts cost like two bucks, mm-hmm. and then the company that makes them charges five bucks, and then you charge whatever you want to make. Most of the time, I, I bought a PewDiePie uh, hundred million uh, subscriber sweater or hoodie sweatshirt. PewDiePie. Yeah, PewDiePie. Is it a streamer? He's like, yeah, he is the number one. Okay, he's not the number one channel, but he's the number one individual on YouTube. He's oh, got over 100 million I've, subscribers. I think I've heard the name, but I can't yeah. picture the face. No other individual comes close. That's interesting. Yeah, T, the whole T-Series versus PewDiePie thing, it was big last year. Mm. No, T-Series is the number one channel on YouTube. They're an mm. Indian... I think film and music production company. Weird how India is really coming out with the production lately. I've been hearing a lot of stuff. A lot of YouTubers coming out of India. Huh. It's interesting. Yeah. It's weird how you just brought that up because I just listened to a podcast and they were interviewing an India person and it's like the way they have to like – like because you know in India – is it India to where they have females have to cover their face? Right. Uh, right it's so that complicates it whenever you're trying to be a youtuber and you can't show your face right but like somehow uh, the the interview was interesting but it it was weird how a lot of broadcasting is coming out of india like famous people you know they're starting to come out of india yeah it was a weird place to start you know coming out well there's one point 
two billion. I think it's one point two billion people in India. One point one or one point one or one point two billion people in India. Jesus. Yeah, China has like one. Last time I looked, it was like one point four. I think it's crazy. And then uh, India has one point one. Last last time I looked, yeah. this was all estimated estimated totals. Um. But I know that they're they're very they're kind of strict with their their social media. Yeah, because I, I know imagine. that the the I don't know if you kept up with the TikTok ban, mm, but like TikToks no. TikTok's a number one app for Generation Z. It is for sure. It's, it's huge. Audit. I find it so annoying how big it is. <laughs> it's so huge already. It's, it's massive. Absolutely. Have massive. you seen the videos they're putting out? It's Vine. It basically it's is. Basically Vine. It's. But it's trend-setting stuff. But it doesn't even make sense, bro. Like, they're, they're, like, doing things, and, like, they're dancing to the videos, to the music, and, like, they're not even on beat. It's, like, true white people dancing, like, on camera. Yeah, they're but not sometimes that's beat. the meme itself. It is, like, I guess. It like, is. Uh, no, TikTok, I, I like it. I just find, for me personally, like we can't. it's a time waster. Yeah, right now. I, if I'm going to sit down and watch something and be entertained, you know me. I love yeah. movies. I love video games. That's what I'm going to be doing so i don't have anything against it i love watching vines i just had a friend over and we watched uh, some old vines and everything and tiktok basically just is vine yeah it's, just, a, it's something that you can start and something your video somebody else's yeah. video will catch on and then kids in pennsylvania kids in florida everywhere. kids in the uk kids india. in australia africa india yeah <laughs> i mean everywhere it's it's, it's insane it's a unity thing it's a trendy thing and 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 it it it's massive. Some some of these big social media masters like Gary Vee, there he's swearing up and down that because back when Facebook started, all the boomers were saying that Facebook's for kids. Now look, today <laughs> all of our parents are using Facebook. You know yeah, what I mean? It, it's well, it's the same thing with Instagram. Instagram turned into the Facebook. Basically, everybody was saying Instagram's only for kids, and now it's blowing up into like adults. You know, and so uh -huh. he, they're swearing up and down that TikTok is going to be the same exact way. How we're looking at it, we're like, man, we're not interested in that. That shit's just for kids, you know. But they're swearing up and down that it's going to grow big enough to where everybody's going to be doing it, apparently, or something like that. I like, think everybody kind of but it's it is right weird. now. I, a lot of people are, and it's just weird because there's music on top of the video, and it's just, it seems so weird. Like, how, how is that going to grow into anything bigger than what it is? Because it doesn't seem like it's going to, you know? It's, I, it's, it, it's, like, it's an entertainment thing. People will keep coming back. And when I was on it, just scrolling through the main feed, it mm -hmm. was funny. It was, was funny. It? Yeah, it wasn't like Instagram. It wasn't like Facebook. There's no politics on there. Mm -hmm. There's no world world ugh, world no, crisis. No, There's nothing. no family feuding, friends feuding over Star Wars and and Ray. It was honestly just stupid stuff. I can agree. It's all stupid, positive entertainment, funny definitely. stuff. And I would I would laugh at some stuff. Some things I'm like, whoa, these guys are talented. <laughs> you know, some of the people that 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 put the content out there, it's like. Mm -hmm. This is a little hidden talent. This guy's good. It's weird, huh? Um, Have you seen that one video of the white guy? He's getting into the TikTok. The old white guy. He's like 40, 50 years old, but he's in great shape. He's like He does the Vine or does the TikTok dancing. I got to look it up for you, bro. It's so funny. <laughs> this old white dude just dancing to all these rap videos, and that hits off. That When he drops one of his um, videos, he'll get like hundreds of thousands of views, yeah. which probably hits that monetization, right? For TikTok, I have no clue. Insane. I've never looked at TikTok. Like millions of views already. Yeah, it's cool. 
No, it it, it is cool. It, I, I kind of wish I was into it, you know, because it's so small, you can grow into it very quickly before it gets so big that they have to throw an algorithm in it. They have to switch it up and do the same thing Instagram because now it's hard to get popular off of Instagram because of how big it is. Mm-hmm. They're saying TikTok's going to be the same way soon. It's going to be huge. Yeah, I think TikTok's already to that point. It's, I think it it's is actually too. out. Um, it is. Like really I think close. Instagram and TikTok, they keep switching place so almost daily really? in the App Store. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't. I don't think it. I think Snapchat will eventually become semi irrelevant, like MySpace. But I don't think TikTok will go because nowhere will you get those little seven second videos because our attention spans are slowly getting smaller. Yeah. Like I was reading about this with the streaming of music. Mm -hmm. The average length of a song in the 1980s was four minutes and 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. Now we're down to three minutes and 10 seconds. This was 2017. The numbers that they're crunching for uh, 2020 just because of like Lil Nas X, like Kanye, like have you noticed they're like two minute songs. Yo, honestly, my favorite song is Sunflower by Post Malone. How long is that? Like two minutes? So I can agree. I don't the, know. It's like sh- two minutes. It is. It's two very minutes and 30 short. seconds or something. But like uh, XXXTentacion, mm-hmm. like he did small music. It was just little hooks that you just got enough of and then your next song was on. So our attention spans are slowly getting, they're getting smaller. That's why we like Netflix. We can watch it as long as we want, turn it off. It's not like a movie where you have to go there and you have to sit there for two hours and get Goes fed what you want. Blah, blah, I don't think yeah. movies will ever die. Ever, I, I'm not one of those naysayers. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, streaming is killing movies. But it's I think streaming is helping movies. I think as people started to leave the theater mm-hmm. because it was too expensive or, or whatnot, I think, and and you had to leave your home. I think now streaming, people get to watch movies mm-hmm. from from their home. Uh, streaming is not killing movies. It's just. It's the new wave. It's changing. It's the new wave. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's very much evolving. In a sense. But anyway, speaking of movies, I haven't seen the Black Widow trailer. Have you? Mm-mm. I know they dropped it. So Black Widow comes out if I believe May is it like Labor no Memorial Day of uh, in May, right? Oh, there's a lot. Of, and then I think the Etern no is it the Eternals? Mm-hmm. I think that's November next year. Those are the two. Uh, I thought Thor's gonna come out before all those. No. No, I know, I know. Love and Thunder. I think is 2021 or 22. <sighs> Yo, I'm honestly mad at Marvel. Why? I'm I'm so upset because they had to do my boy Captain America. He's literally using his fist for like six movies, and then the last five minutes of Endgame, <laughs> they finally give that man a weapon, and he just completely wrecks. He, he, they needed that man to have a hammer four movies ago. I'm being honest. I was watching yeah. I was watching the first Avengers last night, and I was like. Bro, just pick up the hammer, dog. You've done this before. Just pick up the hammer, bro. Like, come up. on. Pick it up. Pick it up. I'm just, I, was, I was like, dang it. Yeah. Dang it. No, Such no. a good scene when he picks up that hammer, man. I heard that complaint. Oh, before. I was like, dude. Because yeah. I was watching, and he's got great shield plays, and he's punching Loki, and he's like, mm. he like it seems like every criminal he punches, he every every villain just eats it. They're like, oh. Thanks, Captain. Oh, it's not until That's the shield. That's superheroes. It's, not, it's the shield, you know? He has that Thor hammer. Different story. Yeah. I guess. He messes Thanos up there in the middle. That's awesome, bro. But then again, Thanos soaks every little bit of that hammer. Doesn't he do does. any damage. It's just the impressiveness, the combos. The shield shield hammer combo. Bing, bing. You know what I mean? When he throws yeah. it and then he throws the shield. It's super it's awesome. cool. None of it's really practical. Like, if you, if you think about... The quickest ways. I, I this um, Pacific Rim opened up my mind to this because you have like a really cool 
robot versus uh, kaiju battle. Yeah. And need to watch he's got game. this uh, spoiler warning for people that haven't seen Pacific Rim. It's a super cool movie. It's an old I'm going to give you three seconds. 1001. <laughs> 1,002, 1,003. Okay. 2 coming out soon? No, it came out like two years ago. It did it already? <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh, okay. It was not as good. No? Guillermo del Toro um, has a very good uh, attention to world building. Mm-hmm. And these directors, I'm not trying to bash, but it honestly felt like just a, a character-driven instead of world-driven story. Which I really like the fact that Pacific Rim, it felt like there was that, that, that ecosystem of living with the kaiju in that sense like the, the the black market that they had and everything in the first one like I, I, I very much enjoyed that and I then do it, remember it was a good one yeah the set pieces like he actually built um, the production design was very good so you're saying it opened your mind up to what oh yeah you got me off track what Sorry. the heck what the heck? okay fine um, so there's this one cool scene where he's got this this ocean liner yeah and he's using it as a bat like there's this monster running towards him, <laughs> and he picks it up, and he just swings this big like to us, it's massive, and to this robot, it's basically a bat. Yeah, and he just bashes this kaiju in the head. Super, super, super cool. But then later on, there's this all is lost moment. He's losing this battle against this kaiju. The kaiju like is gonna fly him, like throw him out into space, and let him just drift away because he's out of power, and he's just got enough power to ignite his sword. And he had a sword, and he cuts this thing in half. And I was I watched I think it was the how it should have ended to that video and they were like all right guys we're all gonna deploy with swords now and they <laughs> literally all have swords and these kaiju are just running towards them and instead of doing the cool punch and battle rock 'em sock 'em robots yeah they they just cut them all in half and so that's at like every single superhero movie since I'm like why don't you just like kill the guy this way why didn't there's like more the efficient like ways in the beginning. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more efficient ways to kill people than just punching them to death. Yeah. And that's all superhero movies are. Yeah. So. It's probably just trying to teach us growth. Well, really. I, 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 don't, I can't even say it's all superhero movies because the X-Men, like Wolverine, mm-hmm. he actually kills people cool. Like, with his claws. Like, yeah. the way that you actually would. <laughs> Not just punching. But then again, he can't punch. He's got claws, so he'll cut you. He can't help it. It's practically punching, but it's it's solving that. He can detract them. It's solving the problem of just punching your villains. Yeah. Instead of actually going for the kill. Uh, we were just talking about this. We but most re- heroes don't want to kill. That's why they punch, because they just want to knock them out, imprison them, right? See, I disagree. I had this exact argument with John in the work truck today. No, not today. It was uh, yesterday, because Bailey and I watched Revenge of the Sith. We mm-hmm. watched the ending battle, Anakin versus Obi-Wan on the lava planet. Yeah. Super cool lightsaber duel. My favorite. I have the high ground, Anakin. Yeah, exactly. It's my favorite lightsaber duel, possibly my favorite sword duel ever, but it's very impractical. Like, if you watch their movements, it's very... It's all choreographed. Yeah. They're not going for killing blows. Not at all. Remember, they're using and, force, though. You well, gotta, you gotta integrate the force. Force is real. Well, John John was like, well, Obi-Wan is not trying to kill Anakin, remember? He yeah, loves this guy. Yeah, he he yeah. doesn't he doesn't want to... Like, it's his brother and everything. And then I brought up the scene where he kicks An- knocks Anakin down on the table. He force pulls his lightsaber to him ignites it and then lifts it over his head and is coming down full force towards Anakin when Anakin does the same ignites his lightsaber and blocks it and you're telling me he wasn't trying to kill him literally he's standing above the guy and he's got this sword he's got to cut him in half like just maul his face off so no Obi-Wan was trying to kill him he literally saw him choke 
Padme. But he didn't want to at first. That's the growth that you're talking about. They didn't want to, but the villain doesn't give him any other chance because the <laughs> villain will kill him. Because I was. It doesn't work. It's though. just like it's just like. A Thor with Loki. How many times is Thor trying to convince Loki, just come to the good side, we'll fight evil together, and then Loki's like, oh yeah, sounds good, but instead I'm going to stab you in the back. Yeah. Nine times in a row. Yeah, that got very annoying. You know what I mean? And yeah. Thor just keeps giving him chances. That's the growth that like I think they're trying to portray. Like Heroes don't want to kill. They really don't. But if need be... They laid the sword down. That's why they got to be like the greatest superhero of all time, Batman, inside the Dark Knight. Why he doesn't kill anybody? I don't think I don't remember. No, remember the, the Joker wanted um, the Joker was trying to show uh, Gotham City that you guys are all evil and will save yourselves over sacrificing. Remember yeah. the two boats and the detonators? Yeah, the bombs. Oh yeah, with all yeah 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 a bunch of good people and then a bunch of pr- yeah. prisoners. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he wanted Batman to kill Harvey Dent, and Harvey Dent basically ends up killing himself. Yeah, like Batman doesn't do it. So Batman proved the Joker wrong. And then he took the blame, too, and became the Dark Knight. Mm. Goosebumps already. I can see that closing finale. Jeez. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, okay. Let, let's let's yeah. drift away from movie yeah, talk. I'm, cool I'm sure people it. are. I'm cool with it. Okay, okay, because there's one more thing I want to bring up when it comes to the maturity of children's television. Which ones? Children's television, because oh, you mean <laughs> it can be. Kids can be entertained. It can be popular. It can make money, and it can be a children's show. Just that no, it can be an adult show that's disguised as a children's show. I'll bring up the Clone Wars and the Last Airbender. Yeah, as my examples. Yeah, okay, they are incredibly entertaining for children. Mm-hmm. They're they were very popular. You know that I saw you you see. Movie tie-ins everywhere. Everywhere. Of, like, bedding all the way to Band-Aids to to drinks and cereal boxes. So those shows were very much serialized. They were popular. They they had an audience. Mm -hmm. And they were very mature. They were, yeah. Those shows were not... Because Bailey's taking me through the old Pokemon Indigo League. Mm -hmm. And I, I like the first couple episodes, but it gets old and boring. Because it's the same thing, huh? It's the same exact Rocket, thing. Rocket team comes in. Yeah, yeah, Pikachu, exactly. Pikachu, team Pikachu. Rocket, Jesse, <laughs> James. You know, it's just Pikachu lights him up. Absolutely annoying. It doesn't make sense. It's very, very, very cartoony. And just then you compare that to the Last Airbender, where that final season is epic. It is the final episode. Is, there's such a build up to that, not only with character development, but with the actual story itself. You know, mm-hmm. not only do you feel for Aang, but the story itself has accelerated, and yeah. you're just like pedal to the metal gas. You're flying down the highway here, and you don't know how it's going to finish. And yeah. it it delivers. Same thing with Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars. Have you seen Korra, Legend of Korra? Though no, I haven't. Is it? I've heard that's really it's good. good. One. It's just a more advanced version of Airbender. Because there's all sorts of different bending now. Oh, gosh. Since, since the, that one girl has the metal bending, there's actual <laughs> metal benders, and then there's all sorts of other benders, dude. It's like a more advanced society of benders, and they actually ah, have, like, you know. But, yeah, it, but no. it is cool because it has, like, it still irrelevant to where the old ones, it's three books, three different versions. Well, right? Is it three or four? No, it's four because there's four elements. Well, this one has, still has four elements, but it's, like, it's... It's like it's like love. I don't think it is love, but like one is around love. The other one is around. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
I'm having a brain fart. <laughs> I can't even think. It's love. Yeah, you, have you seen Legend of Korra? No, I haven't. I, I can't. I, I can't I think of the four kids. terms. <laughs> this is why we need our, our side guy to. Be, oh, it, it's this. You know, yeah. <laughs> to give us the information. But it has like four different aspects. What's the aspects? Like, like it's not social. It's spiritual. Spiritual. There is the one that we were. I ended at spiritual, but it was like spiritual and then love and then like two other things. But like it still had like like a vibe around it. Yeah. Like we we're talking about a build up. You know, yeah. a story behind it. It's pretty cool. Legend of Korra is awesome. Gotta say. The Airbender is probably better though. The old yeah. Airbender, it's, it, it beats just, everything. You're, I, you're right on it. It has a great build-up, great storyline. Yeah. It's not repetitive. It has different stuff every single episode. Yeah. Well, I wasn't allowed to see it as a kid, um, and then revisiting it as a 23-year-old guy, like <laughs> it blew my socks off with how engaging it was for mm-hmm. somebody of my age maybe that's saying something about my maturity levels I mean you'd say what you want about that but uh, I honestly think that show deserves its place in history like on IMDB I think it's like the number one rated cartoon show um, but the, uh, the that I was thinking yesterday so I, I listened one of my uh, YouTube channels um, that I listened to. He puts out daily videos. Um, it's called Today I Found Out. He had a video, and I'm going to look up these guys' names because uh, I forgot it yesterday when I was telling a friend. But basically this story, um, Today I Found Out. Let me type this in. Um, basically the story is about two guys. I think they're Irish. And they somehow, because there was a need for corpses for professors because yeah. science was science was booming and we were learning more and more and more about the human body this is during the 1880s i think if i remember correctly and science you know medicine this is like madame curie time and everything like we're having this explosion of of, of knowledge and and intelligence and professors they would uh, uh, historically use criminals like deceased criminals who were executed, mm-hmm. they would then dissect their bodies and let their students perform mock surgeries, Sheesh. you might say. Because of the laws changing during that time, uh, they uh, stopped having so many public executions. Like it was more like imprisonment time and everything. Yeah. And uh, there was this need for bodies. So a lot of professors would buy these recently deceased bodies off the black market and these guys caught wind of that and they started digging up bodies and then eventually it led to actual murder like Jeez. straight up Sweeney Todd they would lure people into their it house escalated quickly yeah well they knew how to kill people they would like pinch certain nerves and like hold them down so it looked like they died of natural causes Damn. like these guys were really really, really smart yeah and they even had this one girl they brought in this one uh, I think it was a mistress or something. So, like all good stories, they get found out. You know, somebody catches wind of this and and tells the authorities, hey, this person's missing. And what happens, they, they, they get caught, they both get thrown in, all three of them get thrown in print, they get thrown in jail, and during the trial, one of them gets this uh, plea deal where if he releases all the information and all the bodies that they killed, they'll pin it all on his his friend, his cohort. And he took it. And he got off scot-free while his friend hung. Wow. Nobody knows where this guy went. 
he just disappeared, huh? Yeah, he was chased to a pub, escaped from the pub. Nobody knows where he went. So this guy that actually murdered like dozens of people just to sell their body got away scot free. He'll reappear one day. They'll yeah. Well, no, I mean it's it was the 1880s, so he uh, he's most likely long gone. But this was uh, the gruesome tale of Burke and Hare from one of my favorite YouTube channels. Today I found out. I really recommend it. They put out daily videos. Anywhere from the origins of crayons oh, yeah. to this story, a story like this, They're, it's really fascinating. It's about ten to twelve minutes long, and he just gives you this. It's like, oh, I learned something. Yeah, you know, literally today I found out. Yeah, and I was telling everybody about that story. I'm like, I want Quentin Tarantino to make this a movie. Yeah, be good one. Because to tell that sort of movie, you have to have a complete and total disregard for human life <laughs> and like the sanctity of it. And Tarantino oh, would wow. just have a blast with that movie. He could, Definitely, he could cast some really charismatic leads. But. Yo, I found the names. The the Cora, like the first book. Okay, Cora, okay. it's Air. Book two, season two, Spirit. Book three is Change. Book four is Balance. You know what I mean? So it still has a concept. That, yeah. You know, about. Oh, they didn't do Air last time, so that's pretty neat. Huh? I did. think they didn't do air, right? Because it was yeah, three books last yeah, time. Yeah, it was three books. So it was Earth. No, Water, Earth, um, but Fire. But you know that movie that came out, uh, that took in place of it, which yeah. I'm so pissed off about because it sucks ass. Yeah, yeah. we all know. Yeah. Screw M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, that one's lame. Well, what's, what's really funny, I liked that movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, I, that was one of the few movies. Like, You're lying. No, you like, can't, you can't like no, no, no. I oh, went to go hey. see it because I was allowed to go see it, and I was like tr- trying to be cool and everything. And I was like, "Oh, popular movie!" Like, I, I watched it, and I was like, "Hey, this is cool. I like it." I even bought an action figure or something. Oh, wow. and uh, then I, I didn't revisit it at all. And then Bailey showed me Last Airbender, and I got hyped. I'm like, "Oh, let's watch the movie." It's terrible. It's terrible. I've gone 180, and it's all downhill. Yeah. <laughs> How could you butcher? what was perfection like honestly it, like it, even yeah, I think if they, they probably produced it way too quick right when they produce something quick they ended up butchering it like you're talking about and it ends up being a shitty movie because they're just trying to push it out quick right yeah I don't, I don't know because honestly one of the issues with a lot of young adult book to movie transitions is they end up compiling so much of the story into one movie like they wanted to do, they wanted to do that with Lord of the Rings. Oh, I was just thinking they that. They wanted like, to tell all three books didn't. in one movie originally, so but they didn't. Thankfully, Peter Jackson fought for Thank that, God. and Miramax Jeez. handed it off to New Line Cinema. But with Last Airbender, they pushed it. All. It was just the water book. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just the water right. book. It, it, because it ended, it ended at the at the at the north. Uh, yeah, in the north. north yeah, uh, where pole. they had to fight the Fire Nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they took, they didn't, they didn't rush the storyline. They had sequels to 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 uh, advance with down the line, and it just it didn't work. They 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 lost the charm that was Aang. Or should I say Ong? Ong? Is it Ong? Ong. Is it Ong? <laughs> or is it Ang? No, they say Ong. They say Ong in the movie, but it's Ang in the TV show. Ah, it's they Aang. really butchered that movie. <laughs> <laughs> even the name. He's like, I want to keep to my culture, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're changing his name. Quit it. Like, Ong. He, yeah. but he must be from Canada. Canada? Canada. Canada Ong. <laughs> Canada Ong. <laughs> so. But yeah. Oh, and this is another funny thing. So my brother's been sending me Snapchat photos, yeah. and it's just with the intent of getting a streak. I've heard and I didn't streaks. know what a streak was. And literally, you just send a photo 
Like, he sends a photo to me. I send a photo to him. If we do that every day, we start a streak. Yeah. And you, like, get this little fire thing. And right now we're on eight. But the hilarious thing was all he does is he just sends a photo, and it's literally, it can be a, like, uh, curtain rod. He doesn't even send you selfies? What an asshole. No. If you're listening to this, you better start no. sending selfies, bro. I don't want selfies of his ugly mug. You hear that? <laughs> no, no, no. But, uh, no, he, he sends me, like, th- just photos of, like, laundry detergent and, like, just inter- weird things. And then just squiggly lines, like, paints over it. And yeah. it's just like an S. It's like a Harry Potter lightning bolt. Like, that's oh. all it is. And I was complaining about that. I was like, hey, dude, you know, like, I, I don't get the point of this streak. Yeah. Because now you're just sending me useless stuff. And you could just be like, hey, what's up, bro? And his next message, his reply to me on the chat was, "Hey, what's up, bro?" <laughs> I'm like, "You're a jerk, man." That's funny. So he took your advice. Yeah, no, he's fun. I love him to death. But I didn't. I didn't. So what's I, the point of a streak? I don't know. <laughs> he's like, it's fun. I'm like, I think I've seen the memes of I'm, this to where the the boy is getting friend zoned by the girl via Snapchat and he's like why aren't you snapping me blah 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 and she's like I'm busy but she also has a streak of like a thousand you know like yeah. she's just ignoring him I've yeah. seen no memes on that I don't know Snapchat I guess it's just streaks. like how often you keep in contact but oh, what's you, weird you both Snapchat each other well, I do now. I just got Snapchat back like oh, yeah. a week and a half ago. I don't have Snapchat. Just because I missed like photo sharing, and I know we could have done that through like my my messages plus. Yeah. But <laughs> Snapchat makes it easier. Yeah, you literally just take a photo and it's, it's there. You <coughs> app. There's no having to set, attach a file. Like it no. just it's just smoother. So I got Snapchat back for that reason, just so I can see her gorgeous face more of the time, oh. and I can get mad because I'll send her sometimes like a, a selfie at work, mm-hmm. like during lunchtime. And I'll be like, hey, how's your day going? And she'll send, like, her computer screen back. And I'll be like, where's your face? Now I want to see your face. That's the selfie request. I know. Yeah. So. I have coworkers. Oh, my gosh. So do I. And John looks at me like I have seven heads when I take a selfie. I, uh, there's big judgment. <laughs> there's big judgment there. Yeah. Even though there shouldn't be. So, anyways, we are, we're... I think we're going to wrap this up here. Yeah, let's conclude this. Yeah, we're trying, we're trying to keep them on more on the half an hour side. So For sure. we got more stuff we could talk about, but I think we're going to wrap things up here. I'm going to head to the gym soon. Oh my gosh, this guy! Hit some muscle ups. I'm going to. Did I tell you about the competitions coming up? Yeah, you did. September. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to try to get one arm handstands. Well, we'll mark that down for next time. Competition, so you can tell everybody else. Yeah, talking about my competition experiences because I've been in quite a few competitions. Yeah. Climbing comps, skating comps, what else? I know you did that one in, was it Vegas? It I, was a, I did uh, one in El Paso and a couple in Vegas. Like, you had to hold the bar while oh, it was twisting? Yeah, that was very difficult. I saw that one. That was just, you got so close. I was, was so mad at thing. you. That was he so got, difficult. He had to hold on for a minute, and he gets to like 56 seconds or something, and then you drop. I was it's, like, dude, it's four seconds. It's four se-. And then I'm sitting here on the couch, and you're the one actually doing it, so... It's insanely tough. Yeah. It really is. Anyways, you know what's insanely, also insanely tough, apparently? What? Wrapping up this podcast. <sighs> yeah, we'll wrap it up. So we're going to do that. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you all uh, hopefully in a couple of days. Thank you, podcast listeners. <laughs>